Rock 93.7, the Upper Cumberland's Rock Radio Station. Good morning to you, Russ Taff. Opening up today's show, we will stand. You know, this is a tribute to Bill Penn this morning. I've got in my studio this morning some very, very special guests. And we're going to be talking about Bill Penn this morning. And um, I've got Dwight Henry. He's already seated over here. Um, Wayne Neighbors is coming into the studio here. You know, um, Bill Penn affected a lot of lives, Dwight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was. Uh, I was a part of this uh radio station when it was a Christian station, Life 16, uh, back in the mid-80s, and Bill was already on board with the station when we got it, when we bought it, when we switched to a Christian format. He was already there. Studios were up on Buck Mountain on Paragon Road. Uh, Bill was one of the announcers. It was a daytime radio station, uh, 500 watts. Uh, we, we search and search for <laughs> call letters. I remember going, we were trying to get call letters and finally we, we got WWRT. But Bill, yeah, back to Bill. He, he's been a, a piece of this for a long time and so many stories to tell about Bill. I look forward to participating and sharing in some of them. A great guy. Yes. Uh, wonderful memories. A good Christian man with a work ethic like I have never yes. seen before or since. Yes. And a saying that we all still say now, real good, real, real good. good, real good, real good. Speaking of real good, Wayne Neighbors is in the house. It's a, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood this it's morning. A, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Won't you be my neighbor? My neighbor. Yes. Well, I'll tell you what, you, Morning, got, you got anything you'll open up with, Bill? This is very, very unfor- in, informal. Um, it's Bill would not have wanted us to do what we're doing right now. <laughs> I can already it. tell you. I know it. Um, he wasn't good at you know receiving compliments and so forth. You know, he would he would always when you pat him on the shoulder, his head would go down. When yeah. He, when he tucked that, and but he'd always bring up somebody else. You know exactly. what I'm saying and compliment yeah. somebody else. So mm-hmm. Wayne, you were a big part of the beginning. Life 16 Radio was WWRT. Yes. And where did you come in to view? Because I know we went to broadcasting school, but you also had a Southern Gospel show on. I did. Uh, it, it, somehow or another, and I'm still not really sure how, how it all came together. I, of course, knowing Dwight and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and getting all put together and, and said, would you, would you, knowing that we sung gospel music, yes. we've been singing gospel music. The sounds music of victory. Plays, the sounds of victory. Mm-hmm. Lord, we have, we've sung all over the country. And every every church mm-hmm. that that had a, a a bath and a path and uh, and, 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 and those paths and baths yeah yeah buddy I'm telling you yeah Washburn is to know let me tell you but we got we come on board and uh, I was there as 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 you all were on on that morning uh, yeah. June the first of eighty three got to know Bill yeah and I did. Uh, began doing a, a 30 minute, um, uh, Southern Gospel program every day. About the time I started doing the contemporary yeah. top five. And, uh, yeah. So, and, 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 uh, I called it, uh, Jubilee. Yeah. Uh, gospel, gospel Jubilee. Jubilee. Gospel Jubilee. And, and we, we, we kicked it off and Bill actually made this suggestion. If you remember years ago, growing up, growing up, well, you don't remember. I, I, I just turned 65, so I'm growing up. Mm-hmm. On Sunday mornings, the big thing watching on TV was the Jubilee. Jubilee! 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 
Did you, uh, so, I was a little buddy. I'll do the bass. You do. <laughs> uh, so I just adopted that right. and did uh, Gospel Jubilee. So, uh, but one of one of the funniest things I, I'll tell you, I would now I could not do this now if my life depended on it. I, but I remember, you know, of course, I signed on, started signing on Sunday mornings mm-hmm. at six, and was there till. Eight thirty, mm-hmm. and then for for a long while, Gary Brunson come behind me, and then uh, Margaret Dishman came along. Yes, I remember and, that. Uh, so, but but Bill got us all cranked and, and and ready. But I used to get to the station on Sunday mornings. I kid you not, at three o'clock in the mm-hmm. morning, and I would record five, five uh, thirty minute programs mm-hmm. for the following week. For the following yeah. week, yeah, and and would would get the weather. And mm-hmm. and kick that transmitter on, and start Sunday morning show at six. Yeah. So I I would elude because Bill was would play those tapes for mm-hmm. me and, and and then do other things in the, the old like, cassette tapes exactly <laughs> old cassettes and then of course he would he had he had mentioned a little something about Wayne you know whatever and so he would and here's your host now today mm-hmm. Wayne Neighbors and and yeah. I would always start. Thank you, Bill. Yes. I would always thank you, Bill. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. well, well, one morning, one morning, I don't know where it came from. I just, I just thought I'm gonna call him Billy. Oh, <laughs> Billy Bob is what I call him. Well, I said uh, no. He wasn't there. The thank you, Bill was. Re- I mean, he was recorded, and you were thinking, yeah, 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 yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was, well, it was at three o'clock in the morning, yeah. not not, uh-huh. not at twelve thirty in the afternoon. Yeah. And uh, so uh, he was, and here's your host, Wayne Neighbors. And I, and he hit that tape, yeah. and I said, "Thank you, Billy. It's so good to be with you today." Yeah. And I said, "We'll be right back in just a moment, right after this word from our sponsors." And and just like that, I I was listening, and I heard him say, <coughs> "Now, now, Wayne." <laughs> Uh, it's Bill, not, not Billy, not Billy. Yeah, Bill, not Billy. Yeah, real good, real good. <laughs> and then he, <laughs> and he hit the sponsor, and oh, every once in a goodness. while after that, I would, I would steal yeah. just, just for the fun of it. Just you can't, you know, yeah, you can watch people grin. Yeah. Uh, uh, on the radio, mm-hmm. you just you just you just feel their grin. You can't right. see it, yep. but you know it's there, and mm-hmm. that's that's the way. It, well, I just I could watch him grin, uh, but Bill taught me how to speak on the radio. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a I'm a country boy, yes. and uh, so he taught me how to when it comes time to phrase and you know yes. uh, how, when to throw your voice up and mm-hmm. when to throw your voice down mm-hmm. and. Uh, he was he was just a master at that and and uh, that's cool. Those, he was he was, just, cool. he was incredible. <laughs> I'll tell you what, we're we're gonna go around the table here right now. We're remembering Bill Penn. You know, a lot of you out there you realize he was a legend yes. in this area yeah. and for the community. The love for his family, the love for his kids, um man oh man, Bridget, uh, of course Melissa and you know, I Jeremy, we lost Jeremy a year ago. And then Debbie, I believe it was three years ago. Mm. And, you know, I never will forget when you went to the radio station, um, <laughs> you would see most of them because uh, Melissa would sit on my lap, you know, when I was, can we push a button here? Can we do this? You know, they were in the studio because they just live right down the road. And, of course, Bill lived there dedicated. Yeah. But what I'd like to do right now, I'll start with myself. 
And I'm just going to, we're going to kind of come up with their How We Met Bill. And that'll give you guys kind of, I'm loving this because this brings back the old days. The memories are flooding in. You know, Warren Dean owned the radio station up on Paragon Road off Buck Mountain or All Good Mountain. And it was WRZK. And I never will forget, I used to go in and, and when Bill was there, um, you, you see Warren from time to time if you went in the afternoon or the morning, depending. But I would request music. They played rock on an AM station. And, of course, I went to All Good Christian Academy. And on the way down the mountain, there would be two songs that I'd get to hear on the way down. Because, you know, back then, I think we had eight-track. You know, we didn't have the stereos <laughs> we have now. But anyway, <laughs> what's an eight-track, boys? But, um, you know, I never will forget the first time I ever saw Bill. Because Warren wasn't there that day. And I went in, and, you know, Bill's like, yo, um, hey, Dave, you know, when I introduced myself. And he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll play that song for you. And it just became a relationship overnight. And about a year, I believe, it was quite, pr- probably pretty close to a year from that, I went in one morning, and Bill said, I've got big news for you, Dave. And I said, well, what's going on, Bill, you know? He said, well, we're fixing to go to a Christian radio station June the 1st. And I said, really? I had never thought about being a DJ. You know, Philip Gibbons, uh, my brother and him were best friends growing up. And, you know, I'd seen Philip start out at a very young age. And I guess I'd kind of thought about being a DJ on that on that line. But then when Bill and I's friendship went along, you know, I didn't know I could do it. So Bill said, well, you need to go down to Willow Avenue and go see Dwight Henry. And I did, and pretty much in a nutshell, when I walked in the door and told Dwight, Bill had sent me down. It's kind of funny because it was all fast forward there, but uh, Dwight basically said, go to the mountain and start training. And I went back up and I told Bill, I said, I need to start training. And that's the first time I met Bill. But I'm going to tell you something. Bill, you could see his heart right there and a voice like anything I've ever heard. I wish we had some clips of his voice, but we do not have those available to us because most of the stuff was reel-to-reel, you know, cassettes and different things. But that's how I met Bill Penn, and that's uh, pretty much what started my, you know, radio days. And then with Dwight, and, of course, everything went on, Man of School Broadcasting, which came in with Wayne Perrin and Dwight and you guys. It's Wayne. We both went to that. And, um, you know, the rest is history. But, you know, I can honestly tell you sitting here, guys, if Bill hadn't have put that little bit of fire in me, and of course Dwight fanned it, um, I wouldn't be here today. Yeah. 37 years later, Rockin' the Rock would not be here. And you know, back in the day, Wayne knows this, you know, when I told Bill I was going to do the, um, contemporary gospel music, he's like, well, Dad, we're, we're getting into that. And, um, you know, the Christian rock, you know, is a little, little, little heavy, but you know, and I'm like, well, let's just see. And that's back when a lot of the pastors and stuff didn't understand it. And I took a lot of flack for that back in the early days, but Bill was right there and 100% support of that. So Dwight, first time you met Bill Penn. Wow. I I love that story, David. Thank you. And I'm sitting here just (laughs) my memory. I mean, it's just like I'm pulling up so many things. Uh Warren Dean, as you mentioned, and a doctor from Crossville had signed a little radio station on the air. Studios were on Paragon Road, Buck Mountain, mm-hmm. as you mentioned, 500 watts. Uh, RZK, WRZK, WRZK. It was, and it was, uh, uh, <clears throat> and they, they were playing rock music. And mm-hmm. I had, I had, just if I could reflect a second, I had, I had fallen in love with radio when I was a Cub Scout at seven years old. Walked into my little Cub Scout pack leader 
uh, pointed at three of us and said, get in the car, you're going with me. And we didn't know where it was going. And he took us down to a little radio station in Sweetwater, walked us into a little studio, put us in front of a microphone that had a card above it. And he said, read this card. And the card said, basically, it was a promo to encourage little boys to join the Cub Scouts. Yeah. I didn't know what it was, so I read the card. And I'm looking around the studio, and I'm like, wow, I love this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like I knew it would be a part of my life somehow at seven years old. So um, they signed this radio station on there. They had a sales uh, lady up there. There, and she knew I had a love for radio, particularly Christian radio. And she had talked to the owner, Warren Dean, uh, uh, and he said we would we would sell the station, and uh, if someone wanted to buy it. And so Linda came yeah. and talked to me, said, "Here's your chance." And so um, I went up to met Warren and met the other partner, and we started talking. And uh, long story short, ended up buying the station. Well, Bill was on board with the station already, as you pointed out. He was yes. one of the announcers. Had that great deep voice, oh, you know, goodness, yes. AM daytimer. So mm-hmm. I walked in, and and Warren Dean introduced me to him. He said, "This is uh, this is Bill Penn. Uh, he he's he's on our team here. He's one of our announcers, and he and uh, he'd love to be a part of your team too." So I sat down and got to know Bill. Heard his heart right off the bat. You know, and didn't know the kind of work mm-hmm. ethic he had. Met him right then. Knew, you know, sometimes yes. you know that you know yes. that you know. And I knew that God had put him in my path and that he was going to be an important part of that team. So that's my yeah. first meeting with him. And so many times, so many things after that. But the very first time I laid eyes on him and talked to him is when I was introduced to him. And I knew that he mm-hmm. was going to be an integral piece of Christian broadcasting yeah. in, in this area. Exactly. Wayne. I, I was just figuring right there what he what Dwight was saying has caused me to jump start. Oh my gosh! Uh, the memories are flooding. Yeah, guys. I, I want to start almost like you did, and I had to figure on my on my calendar on my calculator. <laughs> fifty one. I just turned sixty five three weeks ago, and and uh, fifty one years ago, fourteen years old, I, I started playing the piano. Mm-hmm. For the Wilmoth Quartet, the Wilmoth Quartet, and uh, the Wilmoth Quartet, uh, we we were sponsored by Wilmoth Insurance mm-hmm. Agency, mm-hmm. and so it was it was always following fire trucks is dangerous. Yeah, instead of you know, and all this sort. You remember those days? <laughs> and uh, it that, still was, is. that was back yes. when uh, uh, there was only one station in town, mm-hmm. and uh, we went every Thursday night and and made the tape. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had to come and get me because I was at 14. You know, you don't drive. And so we were there every Thursday night and making that program for Sunday mm-hmm. morning. Mm-hmm. And here's a kid playing, 14-year-old kid playing yeah. the piano on the radio mm-hmm. every Sunday morning at 730. Mm-hmm. And we we did that on reel to reel. Yes. And the announcer at that time, and the guy that that helped us record all of that, mm-hmm. was was just at the time just a a lowly DJ guy by the name of Keith Bilbury. Oh, I remember him. And so and went on to be at the Grand Ole Opry. Grand Ole Opry Channel mm-hmm. Four, mm-hmm. the Weatherman, and now is with uh, Mike Governor Huckabee. Governor Huckabee on, on the Huckabee Show. Yeah, yeah on Trinity yeah. Broadcast. And uh, I knew then. I said, "Man, I just there's something about this radio thing that's that's just too cool, yeah. you know." Yeah. And uh, I I guess like like Dwight, uh, I knew, and I guess Dwight kind of got me there somewhere in that. Uh, and I never really knew Bill until I walked in the door that morning, but Bill took me under his wing, much like he did. 
you, David. Yes. yes. And and um, that's where I really got to know. I didn't really know Bill Penn until I walked in that door. Mm-hmm. And he began to show me how to. How to? We were spending records. I know. I, Boy, when I, I say you, records, there was an art to cueing those records. There was. There was <laughs> yes, he yeah. taught me. He taught me how to cue up. You know, a record and 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 backspin it. You know, and get it ready yeah. to 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 flip this switch and that switch mm-hmm. and start. Mm-hmm. Uh, he 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 taught me as he did you and yes. probably Dwight too. To go into the production room mm-hmm. and take a an old cart. You remember the cart? The cart. Who could ever forget those? They yeah. were in the shape of eight tracks. Yeah, with a hole now, in the bottom. Yeah, hole in the bottom. Now listen, I know some of you younger folk out there. Don't you're thinking going. eight tracks? Sweet Jesus! Yeah. Were they in the 1800s? You know, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he taught us how to how to make commercials, and yeah. then. And then he, we had all this. If y'all remember too, we had, he would also taught me, um, we had all this musical background for 30 second mm-hmm. and 60 second commercials. And so he, you know, pull out, pull yeah. out the one that you think's going to, you know, cause it's always good to kind of yes. kick into a commercial with about two seconds of music. Don't come dead into it with your voice. Yes. Pull you. Pull a little music in mm-hmm. there, make it pleasant, and then come with yeah. your voice, yeah. and then kind of kind of ease out with that music. And that's mm-hmm. how he, that's what he taught us how to make yeah. you know commercials. Now you know we we made a, a commercial or two back there that you you know we were crazy. You you uh-huh. could put those on there, but, but <laughs> and they were they were nasty, but I mean they were just crazy yeah, commercials. They, they were crazy. You, you've been back there. We've done some of those. I wish I'd have kept some. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you didn't put them in the air. Right? Yeah. <laughs> was, oh, oh, the partners in the station, yeah. we could have been. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we just, did all. They were just, they were just funny. <laughs> they were. We did yeah. all kind of, you know, funeral home commercials and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. But it was, uh, that's how I got to, I got to know Bill. And he helped me navigate yeah. how to, how to even make the cassettes. Yes. He took me back in the production room. Because he knew we were going to be doing that. And just a day or two, he didn't really know Wayne Neighbors. Yeah. I really didn't know Bill Penn. But he took me under his wing yeah. as if I had been his his kid from yeah. from. You know, in, David, in he, and I don't remember, but he, you, you sparked something there. He cared about people immediately. Yes, exactly. It's like when you knew him 30 yeah. minutes, it's like you you went to high school. Exactly. Yeah. You know, am I right? It, you're yeah. right. You are so spot yeah. on. Um, and, and it was just... He wanted you to learn. He wanted you to know what he knew, and he didn't care to teach you what yeah. he knew. You weren't a, you weren't this, mm-hmm. you weren't a threat to him. He was just wanting no. to bring you into the fold. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I'm, I'm thinking about this right now before we go into a break. You know, we became family, guys. Yeah, over this over the years, oh. it, it was a God appointed time. And you know, when we lose one of our own, you know, it, it hit me hard. You know, on Facebook, you don't never see me going and say my heart's hurting right now. But it hit me hard because when Bill, it, you know, reality set in on me. And um, because that was part of my radio family, yeah. you know, oh, the yeah. people that you knew. And as I was talking to Larry Self at the cemetery there, um, a lot of the good ones are going right now. Yeah. And we know that day and time 
um, is getting near that Jesus is going to return. That's what Bill stood for. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back with more Dwight Henry, Wayne Perrin, not Wayne Perrin, Wayne Neighbors. Whatever happened to Wayne, we'll talk about that coming up here in a few minutes, too, because Wayne and Kathy was a big part of the station, too. But we got so much to talk about, and some other people is going to be showing up here to talk about uh, Bill Penn as we remember him. And we're going to do this show as he would have wanted it. Of course, if he would have wanted it, we wouldn't have had it on because he wouldn't have let us done it. <laughs> but we're going to do it our way as Bill a tribute to Bill. Exactly. I'm, he might not even be saying real good, real good. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, like he kind of yeah. did with Bill. Yeah. Now, guys, let's come yeah. ease it up a little bit. He, he would want to be talking about us three and not him. We'll be back with uh, memories of Bill Penn on Rock 93.7's Rock and the Rock right after this. We're remembering Bill Penn this morning, Wayne Neighbors and Dwight Henry in the house. Of course, we all um, started that journey uh, together with Bill, and it was an incredible time. And we've got a lot of people that uh, had a lot of things to say about Bill. And right now, I'd like to go to Big D and Bubba, so we're going to see what they have to say. Big D, uh, Big D and uh, Bubba. Um, Bill Penn was my radio dad. He was the very first person to hire me. I was 14 years old. And I walked into these uh, studios that were actually in All Good at the time. And uh, I walked in. Uh, There's no one there but him. He was in the studio, comes out and talks to me in that big voice and asked me if I thought I want to be in radio. And he, he laughed. And he says, how old are you? And I said, I'm 14. And he says, uh, he asked me a few questions, uh, if I'd ever had an, a, a, a job besides cutting grass, if I had a a demo tape, a resume. I said, well, my, my dad's in the parking lot if you want to talk to him. He uh, kind of chuckled and then said, well, uh, can you start Saturday? And uh, that's how it got started. 5.30 Saturday morning. I'm there waiting on him. He shows up 5.45 and uh, <laughs> tries to teach me how to use the the studio equipment and I had no clue of course and uh, I turned around and he was gone and I couldn't find him I had a question I was freaking out I looked out and he was outside in his car listening to me and he says well ah, big chief you're a natural you'll be fine and I think that calm reassurance and confidence is what Bill Penn gave so many people in this industry and I'm just a small part of that legacy. Bill Penn, you're going to be missed, buddy. We love you. And, of course, that's from Big D. Um, you know, I remember Big D when we took over. Oh, my gosh. Especially when we took over um, fast-forwarding here. We were on Willow. They asked me to come into Wilmus and help shut down Jet 107 to turn it to kicks. Of course, I was on the mountain at that time, and Bill and them were down um, on Willow when that change happened. And, of course, it was not people didn't want Jet 107 to go away, so we crashed Jet 107, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. There's a story behind that. And I never will forget starting to be able to go in when I do the show and different things and see Big D, uh, Derry Caskins. And um, I would encourage him. I'd say, buddy, you're going someplace. And Bill had really helped him develop. And, of course, the Big D and Bubba show, which goes out worldwide right now, um, is just one of the many people that he's affected. 
But, you know, Derek, you know, he'd always tell him, you know, we would encourage that kid. And um, I think he was a football player, too. And just an incredible time there. But we're going to be playing more of those uh, coming up. Again, Dwight Henry, Wayne, neighbors in the house. And I think right now, I'm, I'm going to try to do this. Um, it's kind of unplanned, and I'm going to do this to the best of my ability. And one of you all may have to take over um, if it kind of... I'm trying to figure out what we're doing here. I'm looking for his uh, obituary to do. And um, I tell you what, Wayne, while I'm doing this, you want to just go ahead and, and read that one. Sure. I've got the whole one that I'm, I'm going to be talking about here in a minute, but go ahead and read. This side? This side? Or this yes, side? that this side, side right there. Yeah. All right. Hey, this is in, uh, in loving memory of William Lamont Penn, better known as Bill Penn. Yes. Bill uh, entered this life on Wednesday, October the 25th, 1950, and he headed out to glory on Tuesday, June the 30th of this year. Mm. So his graveside services was held uh, yesterday at Crestline Memorial Cemetery at 12 noon. Brother Steve Taboo of the River Church officiated, and the arrangements was by Crestline Funeral Home. And, uh, wow. Yeah, what a, what a guy! Okay, I finally pulled this up here okay. too. So thank you for helping out there. You bet. Um, William Lamont Penn, and if I would have really paid attention to White back then to Lamont, I would have not have called him Billy Bob. I'd have called him Lamont, and he would have not have liked that at all. <laughs> no, no, he wouldn't. <laughs> he was sixty nine years old. Sixty nine. Yeah. Can you believe that? Wow. And um, you know, he was a loving father, husband, grandfather, brother. Um, he retired from the Kicks Radio Station and Stonecom Communications. You know, he graduated from Dillsboro High School in 1968 after serving three years in the Vietnam War. And he was in Germany. And, you know, I remember him talking some about that because he was able to do some, I think, some DJing I never during that time. Was you know, yeah. Did you know he was in the yeah. service? He I had told me at one time that he actually did some DJing. There on the base, you know. No, until yeah. this moment, until you said yeah. that, David, I had no idea he had served in Vietnam. Yeah. None. I didn't. He never said it when. Not. I'm sure not that yeah. he's ashamed of it, but he was just not mm -hmm. about talking about himself. Yeah. Just like you said earlier, I didn't know that. Did yeah. you? Until I read the obituary in wow. the newspaper, mm -hmm. and I was. I mean, my eyebrows just flew up. I said, Yeah. What? And he had shared that with me, yeah. and I know I, I'm, I'm no 100% sure that he said he had done some DJing while he was in the military there. And, <laughs> you know what I'm thinking? thinking Who good was it? Good morning, yeah. America. Good morning. <laughs> yeah. Robin Williams. Good, good Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Williams. Oh, I can, I can okay. <laughs> hey, you guys are helping make it a lot easier for me to oh, read this. God. Trust me. That's... Because I was dreading reading this, oh, but I, I'm glad you guys have helped me so much. <laughs> now, he graduated from Columbus, Ohio uh, School of Broadcasting. Oh, my Bill began his broadcast career in 1974 in Venvey, Indiana. And he worked in the radio in East Tennessee, including stops in Knoxville at WNOX. And also, Penn arrived in Cookville in 1981. That's about the time that I got to know him. And he worked for owners. Uh, of course, they I don't think a lot of people knew the history there. There was Warren Dean, then, of course, Dwight Henry and Joe Wilmoth. And then Stoke, uh, Stonecom um, also brought him in. And, of course, that's Larry Stone, a very wonderful man that has this station now. And, um, you know... They'd come up with a Bill Penn Award to for people like Derek Haskins growing up. We didn't have it then. 
to come up with a tribute back several years ago, and every year they would pick a student that wanted to follow Bill Penn's footsteps, basically, in radio. And that plaque is hanging in the wall right out here right now as we Ooh. speak. And was it, it thrilled me when I saw Stonecom do that for Bill because, you know, you don't do that back in the early days because, you know, you haven't really built up a lot then, but when the career is built like Bill had. But um, going on down the line here, Bill always was a leader in the church. He loved and uh, the Lord. You know, if you knew Bill, you know, he would talk about Jesus somewhere in that conversation. He was active at Eastwood Baptist Church, and then he joined the River Fellowship, and he played a big part in that big cross on the hill of getting that put up. Mm, That was something I did not know of. One of Bill's proudest achievements was the many foster children he carried and cared for and mentored. And I remember Steve Taboo talking about that yesterday when you saw Bill come into the church. He's always had uh, the kids following, and he said kids, you know, everywhere. And, of course, his kids himself, you know, there's uh, Bridget and Melissa, um, you know, those kids are still family to me. I tell you, I, I, I grieved with them at the, at the cemetery. Um, Bill is survived by his wife, Deborah Sue Penn of Cookville. Now, I want you to listen closely here. That's his wife now. I borrowed the CD that we're fixing to play a song, a tribute to Bill. Five daughters uh, and their spouses, of course, again, Britt Lee, Todd Motes, Melissa and Skylar Boslug, and Caitlin Penn, Michaela and Geo Cruz, I hope I got that right, guys. I'm sorry. Elena Penn, one son, um, Jacob Penn, uh, seven grandchildren, two sisters and brother-in-laws. It goes on and on and on here. And in addition to his parents, he was preceded in death by his late wife, Deborah Jane Penn. And, um, of course, if you knew Deborah, oh, boy, we could do another show on her. Um, she was a firecracker. <laughs> I, I'd say that woman was something else, like a, another mama to me. And, of course, Jeremy Lamont Penn, uh, such a good kid. He's all there. You guys, you're going to be kids to me regardless. I'm older, okay? But um, And then a sister, Margaret um, Carter. And, uh, you know, it's just been... Um, it's been a flood of memories as we remember Bill Penn. And before we talk some more um, stories, we're going to do something. And I know if Bill could listen down from heaven right now, he'd be going, Dave, now that does not fit your show. <laughs> but you know what, Bill? In memory of you, this is your show today. And we're going to play a song that they played at your memorial. And um, I want us just to take a listen to it. And we're going to enjoy the memories and the good times of Bill Penn.
Good morning. I am thankful to be part of this tribute to Bill Penn. This is Marsha Lee, and I was able to meet Bill and begin working with him for the first time about 10 years ago. And to know Bill was to love him. His his smile was infectious. His laugh was contagious, and you couldn't have a bad day when you were around Bill Penn. Um, maybe, maybe because his catchphrase, his key phrase that so many of us now around the office all share and say uh, seriously on a daily basis, multiple times a day was his real good. And the laugh that accompanied it was just a treasure. And I will always be thankful and fortunate for the time that I got to spend working with Bill. He was an inspiration and just a joy to be around. And, uh, and just truly, truly a remarkable human being. And I'm glad so many of us have gotten to share this morning our stories of Bill Penn and our, uh, long histories of, of working with him in many uh, occasions for decades. Some of the folks who've been able to share this morning getting to work with Bill Penn. And so it's very special to hear all of these stories of people's lives who have been impacted, changed and made better because Bill Penn was in it. And this morning now I want to I want to speak with someone who actually doesn't fit into that category. He actually hadn't uh hadn't had very much interaction with Bill Penn at all, but still his life will be very much impacted by association because Bryce Wilcoxon was a student uh, who showed great promise and and wanted to follow in the footsteps of Bill Penn and be part of the media and Bryce Wilcoxon is joining us this morning as a former recipient of the Bill Penn scholarship joined this morning by the 2018 Bill Penn scholarship recipient this is Bryce Wilcoxon, a journalism major at Northwestern, also working on a certificate in integrated marketing and communications. And Bryce, I know that it was a surprise to you when you received the scholarship, um, but when did you know that you wanted to pursue a career in journalism? Yeah, going through high school, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I, I thought I wanted to go into health science. And then my senior year, I had been doing more with English, and I was also an for hosts, so I was able to do a lot of public speaking. And I think I found just a love for writing and a love for, you know, storytelling and, and sharing information. And I decided that then that that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to go into journalism um, kind of late in high school, so I discovered that right before I started applying for colleges. Um, but I've loved every second of it, and I, I love studying journalism at Northwestern now. So, so what has, uh, being a recipient of this scholarship, what has it meant to you? Yeah, it's meant so much. Obviously, the financial impact, it helps a lot because Northwestern is such an expensive school to attend. Um, so that, it helps me so much just in my first year being able to have that, you know, financial support. But I, also, I think just knowing I have the support from, um, Stonecom and, you know, this, this scholarship and having you guys pick me to, you know, support me through this journey as working journalist and, you know, working in the radio industry. It, it meant a lot to me. Well, if you follow in Bill Penn's footsteps, you'll certainly have big shoes to fill. He was a, an incredible man and, and just a, left a huge mark on the Upper Cumberland. And I, I hope 
that one day, Bryce, that your journalism career will leave such an impact that your legacy lives on after you as well. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And we're remembering Bill Penn this morning. And, of course, that was our very own Marsha Lee, which I know Bill impacted her life too guys i tell you you know it started with us here and then it still continued over the years for 37 years and oh my gosh it's just been a flood of memories that's just come in and you know just to thinking about uh bill this morning and um you know it's just it's just incredible i remember a commercial guys he did i think it was for the old burger chef in cookville and he paid, played Camel Clyde and Ahab the Arab. And that was his voice. And, um, it was just absolutely crazy because he was the voice of Camel Clyde in that commercial. And it was like the best commercial of the century. And I would give anything if we had that on tape. But you know, back then, you know, I'm just going to be honest with you guys. I had a lot of radio tapes earlier on and I don't think on purpose they got. Um, kind of forgotten about and disposed of, but you know, yet they did. Yeah. And, um, it was just, um, oh, man, oh man, I tell you, it's just an incredible, incredible, uh, I can kind of hear Bill doing Clyde the Camel. Yeah. He had deep camel voice. Yeah. <laughs> he, he had, oh, I mean, he just had a way of doing it. And it was like, unlike anything that you had ever even heard. And, um, you know, it was just crazy, you know, when I think about that, just some of the stuff that he did. You know, Wayne talking about him teaching us how to do um, commercials and how to do that. And then, of course, with the broadcasting um, school and so forth uh, that came into view on that, we actually, um, you know, I got picked on during broadcasting school, Wayne. Really? A lot because I was already, well, I think you might have got picked on a little bit too because they were able to whiten them. They probably don't remember it, but Wayne, they would pick on me a little bit because I already knew how to make commercials yeah. and stuff, you we know, because we'd already on yeah, air. Yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. but, but Bill, my goodness, you know, if you, if you knew if there's something going on, uh, Bill was there. Um, extra engineer. Austin Stennett was the, the main engineer. But, um, does any y'all remember the times that he would fix stuff? He can, he can yeah, fix stuff. Yeah, go ahead. If, if oh we my got time now, goodness. I, yeah. All I came to my thinking, he was, yeah, Austin was the engineer on paper and, and did a lot of it, but Bill was the engineer on site. We had, Wayne, you maybe remember this, you too, David. We signed on Paragon Road. We were in kind of a, a mobile home that was built to be a radio station. You know, right, that was what we were right. in. It was up there on Paragon Road and, and the transmitter we had was a 500 watt transmitter. Yeah. And it came over on the Mayflower. Yeah. I mean, it was one of those. Oh, yes, it was yes, yes, and it was yes. Just, and so Bill just kind of, and so he, it would come, it, it was, we came to the point where, um, Bill actually would actually keep that transmitter on the air. Yeah. And what we didn't know was that he had, figured out a way to take a yardstick mm-hmm. and place it inside the transmitter and put it up in which and it held a switch in place yes. a yardstick did you know, and, and that kept us on the air you know what i mean and it, it did if, if, if the switch came down we're off there so i'm sitting there one day this is a true story i'm sitting in my little office there in our little mobile home there yeah. and uh, doing some paperwork or something and and all of a sudden i hear the sound that nobody wants to hear if you're on if you're in radio Oh, I know. I'm thinking we are off the air. I, mm-hmm. we're, I mean, I'm hearing nothing on the speaker. I'm hearing, and it goes on for a few seconds. And I said, and Bill was in the back. Bill's always there. He didn't yes. have, he was just always there. Mm-hmm. I said, Bill, 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 we're off the air. We're off the air. I'm, I'm kind of panicking, you know. He said, 
real good, real good. He works out, works in for a few minutes, work comes back, and I start hearing stuff again. And I said, Bill, what happened? He said, ah, real good. He said, the yardstick just fell. We're okay. He just put the yardstick back up, and we're back on the air. And they kept us on the air as long as we had that little transmitter. That was vintage Bill that Penn. That was good. We're going to come back with more Wayne Neighbors live Henry as we remember Bill Penn in a way that he would really enjoy it this morning. Right here on Rock 93.7's Rock and the Rock, good morning to you all right i tell you what we're back again remembering bill penn this morning and of course in the house we've been talking with dwight henry and wayne neighbors and now somebody that i am just so honored to have in my studio another man i'm, I'm going to tell you guys something larry stone here is the owner of stonecom and he didn't know me either from the time i came in and um approached with rock and the rock and um, I think over the years he found out who I am, a man of my word that shows up on Sunday mornings. And but when on I'm time, at, yeah, on time. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Larry, you remind me of so much of Bill simply because of your integrity. Now, Larry does not like, um, and I, and I hope I don't get fired from saying this. But um, <laughs> it's hard to get fired when you don't get paid. <laughs> <Except> the truth. <laughs> uh, he is so community driven it's about everybody else and when the man says what he says he means it and larry we appreciate you for letting us come on here you know when we came on um bill was one of the people that helped start rocking the rock hmm. and he believed in us when you know a lot of people were really confused about the christian rock but um you know, we get to come on here and we get to pray. We get to tell people about Jesus. And, and actually through the Internet, we're reaching people around the world. Nobody would have ever thought of that 37 years later. But, Larry, it's because of you that you've allowed us to do that. And we are honored because of that. Because, you know, when I look at you, I see a lot of Bill because Bill was m my mentor. So I don't have a mentor now. So, Larry, you're my mentor. So that being said, I appreciate that. I'm passing that torch alone. And for me, that's big words coming out of my mouth. So, Larry, let's, I'll tell you what. When was the first time you met Bill? We've already talked about that here, but this seems like this kicks off some good stories here. Well, I, I, it was the first time that I walked in the radio station. And, you know, I had it, Bill's you know, radio, for those that don't understand, radio is a uh, an interesting dynamic because yes. you have powerful forces on both sides you have the gators and the Stickmans and the david hunters and the jason and tonys these powerful creative personalities on one side and then you have these folks that are driven by money yeah in the sales team on the other side yeah. and so bill was one of those people that uh, is the glue and i think mm -hmm. most organizations of any kind have glue people yeah. but I had been to Kicks, uh, you know, for gosh, fifteen years mm -hmm. uh, when we would visit with the Titans and those yes. sorts of things. Yes. I had never met Bill, mm -hmm. and I think that tells you he was just somebody that sat in the background mm -hmm. and didn't want the notice and didn't want the notoriety. So uh, the first day that that uh, Mr. Wilmoth gave me the chance to to learn to run the radio station and ultimately to buy it. I met Bill, and the thing that struck me first was the post-it notes. <laughs> yes, Bill yes. single-handedly yes. kept 3M 
in business. <laughs> because around his desk, I mean, the idea of a post-it note is, you know, one or two things, right, that you keep posted that you need to remember. Bill literally had 50 post-it notes <laughs> around his desk. And it was uncanny because you would walk into his office and you would say, Bill, do you, you know, do you remember which contract number that is? And it would be like, da 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 boom, mm-hmm. post-it note number 47, <laughs> there it is. And he remembered that. <laughs> and sometimes, actually, David, and guys, mm-hmm. I would get cross with Bill because people took advantage of him. Yeah, yes. And these two powerful, creative, and... Mm-hmm market-driven sides they would take care of bill they would take advantage of bill and i thought a lot about him in the past few days and it's because he was such a kind person yes he was just a great man yes and at the end of the day when your life is over if someone can say he's just he's just a good man Mm -hmm. gosh what more can can be said very true and but i would get cross with him bill make so-and-so do that. Mm-hmm. That's their... Well, mm-hmm. I know, I know. You know, mm-hmm. it's real good. It's all right. Mm-hmm. Pat you on the back. <laughs> and the people people would just... I mean, they just... They wouldn't do their job, mm-hmm. and Bill would be left with it. And I remember one time that I found out Bill had been at the radio station until like 3.30 in the morning. And I'm mm-hmm. like, Bill, what are you doing? Yeah. Well, it needed to be done. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's not that's not fair. It's not fair to you and your family yes. and these kids. But that was just who he was. You know, that was that was who he was. Uh, he did not want to be in the spotlight. I, I asked him a million times, you know, voice a commercial. Mm-hmm. Why don't you do a shift? No, nope. yeah, not, not that. yeah. That's who he was. That's who he was. You know, he, he's impacted so many people, Larry. I mean, just a flood of memories. And, you know, from the post-its, you know, I remember we were on Willow there. Mm-hmm. And I know exactly what you're talking about because I would go in just to check, you know, for something or whatever. And as soon as you look through there, if the if the heat and cooling was blowing, the post-its were blowing, too. They are almost in harmony there, you know, going. But, you know. One, the, of his, uh, one of his foster kids said at the service the other day, thank goodness that Bill wasn't in radio when we had multi-color and multi-size oh, post-its like yes, we have now. Yes, yes. I mean, it would have been like wallpaper. Yeah, you, know? Yeah. you know, you know, Bill, you know, there was a many of a time, guys, that he would park as far as up Buck Mountain as he could go when it was snowing and rain, or ice, you couldn't get up, and he would walk to the station. Hey, I can do one better. I, we, uh, we're on, uh, yeah, I caught, it snowed one night, and, uh, and, uh, and, and I heard Bill sign on the next day. So I called. I said, Bill, how in the world did you get up there? He said, uh, I said, uh, I just, I just slept up here last night. Spent the night. I spent yeah. the night in, in yeah. up here. So, cause I knew it was going to snow. Wouldn't be able to get up here. So he slept on the floor the night before. Yeah. So he would be there to sign the station on that morning. Yeah. That's, just, that's Bill, Larry. That's who he was. And it, we, he just, uh, you know, to a fault sometime. Like you said, he would, would work himself to, to being ill, but he, that just, that was just Bill. Good man. Yeah. yeah, you know, there were so many times that, you know, I had never had any experience being on the radio at all. And for him to just kind of see that in me, and when Derek, Big D, I know him as Derek, um, you know, he would always get say, good job, or was it real good, chief? I had forgotten about that, but he would say, chief. 
And, you know, they're just little things that you, you kind of remember, then you forget, but that chief was thrown in there, too. You mentioned Big D, and he, he came to our studios on Willow before we moved mm-hmm. uh, and before Bill retired. And it was so much fun. Just uh, You could see Bill was so prideful, but Big, Big D t- told of the first day, uh, and his dad drove him to work, mm-hmm. and uh, he sat down in the chair, and Bill just kind of said, okay, so <laughs> you got 10 seconds until the news hits at 6 o'clock, and yeah. here's yeah. what you say and go. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, oh, my gosh, you know, yeah. this is what you want me to do is yeah. do this. Yeah. And then I guess five, ten minutes into the thing, Big D's kind of, he's kind of feeling it now, you know. <laughs> he's a five-minute radio yeah, pro. Yeah. And <laughs> Bill kind of tapped him on the shoulder and said, now, hang on, that's not that's not how we do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would have been in, in Bill's way of saying that. Yeah. You know, I I, mm. I I would have loved to have heard how Bill would have said, yeah. hang on, pup, let's yeah. calm down here. You know, I only remember one time ever being in trouble with Bill. And just like you said, Larry, he had a good way of scolding you. And thank goodness Dwight, I don't think, heard about this because Dwight, Dwight would have Uh-oh. probably handled it a little bit differently. So the statute of limitations. Yeah, though. so we can talk about it. We were doing the obituary report, okay? So we're remembering Bill Penn, okay? So we're remembering today uh, Bill on this uh, special show, by the way. But we were doing the obituaries because back then we done, you know, radio people, we do it all when you're doing live yeah. radio. And the little microphone that was in front of us was nothing like these microphones we have now in the studios. But um, this fly is one of those that just on your nose, on your nose. And you're trying to be, you know, that's that's a you know a time you need to be serious. So I'm sitting there where he lands right there on that microphone, and before I can catch it, I slap it. <laughs> of course, it's a boom. Well, the mic starts going like this right here. It falls off the stand. <laughs> And it's going like this, and I'm going back and forth trying to read the obituary because I know if I touch that mic again, they're going to know that I've hit it because you, you just touch it, you know. And I start laughing because I couldn't, you know, so I laughed kind of through the last two people that had passed. Right in the middle so of the obituary. as soon as the microphone went off, I could feel the heat behind me. I looked around, and he said, Dave. We can't do that anymore. <laughs> I said, "Yes, sir. We won't. Uh, we won't. We won't be doing that anymore. Just, just get us a vice water." <laughs> but that was the only time, and he handled it so well because I'm thinking, "Oh no, he's going to go tell Dwight," and then, you know, it's going to get even worse here. But I mean, it was like we were just kids. I was 18. Did anybody ever hear Bill raise his voice? They didn't even raise it then. Even I mean, though I made you a, ever, a flummy, I mean, he raised it. He raised his voice one time in my office okay, uh, I, behind I, closed doors, and mm-hmm. it was kind of like, "Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> wow, what did you do?" <laughs> I think I probably. I, I don't. I don't even remember what it was. I mean, I don't even remember what it was. But he. Uh, it, it was just like, "Wow, <laughs> Bill." <laughs> you, you you raised your voice, you know it's in there. But forty five years, I know that's exactly. <laughs> but you know he he was just he, he just he's just a good man. Yes. I mean that's you yes. know wasn't the star, wasn't the you know wasn't the guy that got the glory. Yeah. Uh, you know I've I've had so many people um, say over the last couple of days that. Um, when when I mentioned that Bill was lost, and that they would just kind of nod, and then, oh my gosh, yes, I remember. I came into the radio station to record a 
mm-hmm. public service announcement, or I came into the, the the radio station with a church group, or I came in with a Boy Scout group, yeah. and there was Bill. Yeah, you know, there are a lot of people, and that's why I'm so appreciative of you guys doing this show this morning because there are a lot of people that might not know the name, yes. but they knew Bill. Yes, yes, they knew Bill. Yeah. You know, it's like I did in a quote there. If you knew Bill, you had a friend for life. Yeah. You know, Wayne, tell us a little bit about, we were talking about God's finest hour and all those things. And I know there's got to be some stories in there. there hey, I want to tell be. you about one quick one, though. When you made, made me think, RZK or WWRT, Big Wart Radio. It's Big Wart Radio, the sound that grows, grows on you. Oh. Yeah. Big Wart Radio. Yeah, the sound, and then we used the to sound do grows on you. WWRT, yeah. Big Wart Radio, mm-hmm. the music that grows on you. You know? That was some of those I'm commercials. Glad I didn't know that. I've been in trouble again. <laughs> that was that was some of those production room stuff that, yeah. that grows on yeah. there, that we couldn't yeah. put on the air, you know. Yeah. But it sounded cool. Uh, turn in. I, I used to do. I used to sign on on Sunday mornings. Yeah. And uh, I, it was I was talking about a while ago. There's no gospel weight in under the even close to the sun that I could do what I did back then because yeah. I was telling Dwight. There's lots of times that I would come in from. And playing a, a, a Tennessee Walking mm-hmm. Horse show, right? And I'm not kidding. My wife will testify to this, and she's mm-hmm. listening this morning. That I would just take my shoes off and my glasses off, and just lay down across the bed for a couple of hours, get yeah. right back up, and I'd be at the station mm-hmm. at three o'clock in the morning, you know, to do to 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 record mm-hmm. five of, of the Gospel Jubilee uh, programs on cassette, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I knew they'd get it. <laughs> You, That's the truth. Let's, let's oh, do a disclaimer here or oh, uh, education here. A cassette was cassette? a way to play music, okay? So that's about all I can explain, okay? Mm-hmm. So it did. I'd get done. It would be 5.30-ish, 20 to 6, you know, and uh, and it, I'd, get, I'd get the weather and then be ready to sign that baby on at 6. Mm-hmm. Well, the transmitter out there, there was a certain switch mm-hmm. that oh. you hit to turn that thing on. Mm-hmm. And it, when it was, you know, it was off, of course. Uh, 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 RZ You're King, talking about the old transmitter, yeah, right? Yeah, the old 500 watt, the dude The that, one that made your hair stand up yes, this day, right? Yes, even <laughs> yeah, more than what we it is now. We were terrified of that. Austin yes. told us if we got too close to this one thing, it would arc oh, at us. I know. And zap us, and we were terrified of that. <laughs> yeah. He was. It was really. He's really yeah. throwing one on yeah. you now. Yeah, oh. I wouldn't need hairspray if I got a certain spot on that. But that's what happened. It was. It was a time or two. But what was so funny? Of course, man, I was scared to death. You know, I'm. I'm on the mountain. I'm all by myself at at three o'clock in the morning, which was crazy anyway. Mm-hmm. And and uh, now it's a few minutes before six, and I'm got to sign this thing on. But the awesome task is, is I got to turn that transmitter on because that baby ain't on yet. No. You know, it's out there humming mm-hmm. a little bit. You know, it's idling that it ain't on. And Bill had took me out there and he said, uh, now, now Wayne, when you get ready to sign this on, <laughs> you only push this button right here. What well, he you push? He said, <laughs> said, son, pat me on the shoulder, said, don't touch that one right there. <laughs> Seriously, we're so not kidding. kidding. I'm not yeah. kidding. He, 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 he patted me on the shoulder. I promise you. Son, 
touch that one right there. Yeah. I said, I promise you, Bill, I'll never touch that one right there. Mm-hmm. And, and honest, I just asked, I always asked for the guidance of the Lord with my fingers. You know, I said, Lord, would you turn that yeah. on? Yeah. yeah. Would you turn that oh. on, but just use my finger, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, 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 and then can I, can I just, Say a little little prayer of mm-hmm. something that, that maybe comes on because yeah. if it don't come on, old Wayne's up here by himself, uh-huh. I, yeah. and I don't yeah. know squat, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that those, but that was the he said. I just never forget that. I when you tell me, yeah. we talked about that transmitter made me think. So baby said, just don't touch that one right there. <laughs> this one right here. I said okay. Yeah, the, the one day I came in, he said, Dave, I've got exciting news, and I thought. What's happened? You know, what's going on? We're getting a new transmitter. And I said, there is a God. <laughs> you know, I'm like that. We don't get electrocuted oh, when we go out there. Uh, oh, man. It was just the there's a great story around yeah. that new transmitter, too, that I'll tell sometimes. But, you know, Larry, I like what you said a while ago. Yeah, the word, Bill, under the radar. I mean, you under the radar so much. And the word glue. I mean, that yeah. was, I mean, it, it just seemed to be that in those days, all roads led to Bill. Right. If you really wanted yeah. to know something, even if he didn't do it directly, he was the person to go to yeah. to ask the question. Oh, he would either get it done, or uh, he'd probably get it done, or you know, or, or, or already had or, it done, or rather than delegate, know what to do. He glue. I like that because that's what Bill Penn was. No, it was Dwight because one of the first things, some of the first things that I did was uh, close those roads. You know, and s- sitting down with a salesperson and saying. Bill's not the person that needs to put your time order in because they. And I, I'll embarrass Debbie. I bet she's listening. <laughs> uh, Debbie Horner Robbins, who was one of our salespeople, but th- she would go in Bill's office in the morning, and the stuff that she had sold the last yesterday, she would sit down with Bill, and here's here's what I sold, and you put this order in. Mm-hmm. And I, I said, Bill, that's not your job to put the order. Tell Debbie to put the order yeah. in. Well, you know. Don't know she'll do it right <laughs> Well, then oh, we're going to teach her how to do it right. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that was a lot of the the, 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 the things that stopping those roads going through. Bill cleaned the building. Yeah. You know, yeah. Bill and his wife came in the radio yes. station and cleaned, cleaned the building at night and, and cleaned, I guess, a couple of banks Yeah, uh, here in Cookville. I mean, it's just. I, I don't know where he got the energy, uh, you know, to do all the things that he did. Yeah. Never, never took vacation. I, did he ever take vacation? No. No. If, he was, if Bill was off half a day, that was a long time for Bill. Yeah. Wow. You know, I know what kept him with his energy was Debbie. Yeah. His wife. Um, you know, because being over the years, you know, she would come in because she'd see more of her husband there. Um, at the radio station, she went at home. And then, you know, I got to meet Debbie the other day. That's a, a Bill's wife now. Uh, remarkable person because you know bill um he he's just a i'm I'm still trying to find the words to put into bill and to say but you know we've already said several words and we still haven't even tipped the iceberg of who bill penn really is and you know the good stories the good things again if he knew that we were going to do this there would have been no way he just dave i'd have probably got yelled at for the second time you know, because he wouldn't have wanted it to happen. Were you, you know. ever sitting behind there when he was kind of training a little bit and, and, and start to spin a record or spin something and forget to turn your microphone off and start talking a little bit? And, and I've done that and he'd say, punch me some, uh. 
<laughs> or you push oh. the button, the debatable button, say put it in front of us. <laughs> you keep pushing, it wouldn't work. You're like going, then you had to go to the other turntable. Bill would come in and go over and do a spring or something over here, and this one here, you know. Well, you're yeah. right, Dave, because oh. <laughs> I, remember, I remember one day in, in our old building, I was standing in, in uh, what is now News Talk Studio, and something happened, something came up, and I started spouting re- music trivia. Mm-hmm. And Bill, his eyes just lit up. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember that stuff, you know, that <laughs> That was 1961. It was January 61. And so you didn't, you know, a lot of people wear their personality on their sleeve. And you know, you know, this this person's interested in animals and reality television or old cars or whatever. It is. Yeah. You didn't know any of that about Bill. Mm-hmm. But you would, something would trigger. And, I mean, we had a, I remember we had a, that conversation turned into a conversation about MacArthur Park. Remember the oh, yeah. song by Richard yeah. Harris? Seven that, minutes, seven minutes long. You know, that that, that's called a bathroom song in radio. Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> Very thankful for those. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, just remembering, you know, that yeah. Bill was like, how'd that song go to number one? I mean, that was right in the middle of yeah. psychedelic 60s music, and that mm-hmm. song went to number one. Yeah. So it, that, that was Bill. There were all these parts to him that you didn't know. Yeah. You know, the foster children. Oh, yeah. Foster. Yeah. You know, that, that and, and he loved those kids. I mean, he always his had kids. And, you know, his, his remaining kids there, he loved them. And I, I just hope you guys understand that, uh, Bridget and Melissa, how much your dad He did have really, a way of shifting the conversation yeah. away from him or not. And I didn't know, Larry, until we, we talked about this uh, a moment ago. I did as much time as I spent with Bill through the years and things we did together. I didn't know he was a Vietnam veteran until this morning, until just a few minutes ago. Had no idea that that he had served in the military. I should have known it, but I didn't. He just didn't ever. Yeah. uh, And and I understand some Vietnam veterans have trouble to this day talking about that, and that could have been the case. But 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 I just I didn't know that about it. You know, I didn't know he was a MacArthur Park guy. No, I mean he just he just yeah. When we set up the when we. Decided to do the scholarship mm-hmm. and trying to get him to tell just some basic facts for a press mm-hmm. release, you know, that yeah. when his career started, he, you know, it just, he wasn't. How he, did, he how wasn't did you pull that. off, Larry, the Delmonico when we recognized Bill Penn? How in the world did you all do that without him knowing? That, that was. It was Debbie. I mean, Debbie, you know, Debbie did all the work with his really family. He really did not know. No, he didn't know. He yeah. No, you know, we, we, I, um, it was Debbie. She yeah. she was able to keep it from him, and you know. But we had to just because Debbie was a lot like Bill. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and and we said, <laughs> now Debbie, we're doing this. There's not a question. There's there's going to be no discussion. Yeah. We're doing this event, and we're setting. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure that I'm not even sure we told her we were doing the scholarship, but yeah. we said we're doing this, and we need you and the kids and Bill to be there at this time. Yeah. And. and that was just, that was who they were. You were talking about the music a minute ago, Larry. I never will forget. I don't even remember who was with us down in, it's the Trinity Outreach Center now, but we moved them from the old post office over to there. And all good, yeah. Um, I was the morning man. <laughs> I was the morning man. We were a Christian station. There's going to be a story here, so I'm laughing. And Joanne Schaefer was my sidekick and she'd bring the guests in. Of course, I'd spin the tunes and kind of fire back and forth with her. We come in, and at that point in time, Bill said, we got some changes going to happen today. I thought, I didn't hit the microphone, Bill. I promise I didn't do it again. But, no, I'm just joking. He said, we're going oldies. 
he said the gospel music you know for this time is the bills just are not getting paid and and I said, we're going oldies. Okay. So I spent oldies for about six months and literally he would come in and you know, to see Bill laugh was a rare treat to really see him laugh with a tear in his eye. He was standing behind me one morning and I never will forget because Miss Cora Flemings was at the all good, um, all good Shady Lane diner. And I, we would call her up, what's on the menu today? We were like in Hootersville between that and Mayberry, okay? Mm-hmm. And then I'd say, well, the school bus is out here picking up kids this morning. It's right now, you know, 10 minutes to 8. You know, make sure you're careful, all this stuff. But he just would roll because people love that. And I had, you know, I grew up around the oldies, but I got to learn the music. Once I'd gotten pretty much into it, he came back in and said, tomorrow we're going back Christian. And it was just so funny because he wanted to stay in that format you know what i'm saying that was where his heart was and uh but i never will forget those days because he was um through all the changes and i mean you guys sitting here today and i know larry you've been around this a long time too but you look at where we were at we don't have the reel to reels we don't have the old carts with the um eight track hole in the bottom of it the cassettes you know the the technology we're blessed with today is absolutely amazing surely you saw some turntables don't you you know, we did a movie a while back, and we had to get some. They finally found, we looked in Sweetwater, yeah. but they were looking for the old turntables, and they finally found one in Nashville that still had turntables. And that's just, and they actually use them. And that's just a rare thing. Um, well, you, I mean, you know that turntables are old. Because now they're new again. Yeah, you, they're you coming know, back around. If you, if you go to these store, oh, yeah. sales are outselling oh, CDs. Oh yeah, they sell albums now for seventeen or eighteen dollars yeah. oh. because young people think they're they're cool. Yeah. <laughs> they're outselling they're cool. CDs. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. Now let's take right. a sidetrack here real quick. Here's what's funny. This is how much I this is how much I love this man right here and his wife. When they moved us to the new studios, we were um, using CD players from Kicks and stuff back in the old day. I'm the only one that still uses CDs. Okay, now a lot of people, you know, and I know Larry was um, honoring me with that. I needed to start putting my stuff in. But when I walked into the studio and saw two of the top of the line CD players in here, that was worth everything. The only ones in the building, from my understanding. Well, just as a quick aside, yeah. the, the technological <laughs> part of that story is you wouldn't believe how hard it was to find those. I bet. I mean, it's hard to find CD players <laughs> anymore. Oh you know, it is. God. I mean, it's, it is. It, I was sitting. It's, it's so there. funny you said that about technology because last night during the 4th of July, uh, I'm sitting in the other studio and I'm thinking, this is, this is surreal that we have the ability today yeah. with technology to yeah. be having a concert. I guess I can say now the concert yeah. was at Ford Lincoln yeah. yes. of Cookville. Yes. We couldn't say it last night, yeah. but we're broadcasting a concert. From a car dealership mm-hmm. via the internet, and it sounds like we're at the concert. Exactly. Yeah. Get up to the microphone, Wayne. Come on, Wayne. On, Remember, you got to be at the microphone. <laughs> now, no, now Wayne, you know you got to get close. Yes, to you got to get up there close. Yeah, I was listening to that last night. Yeah. And uh, man, I'm telling you what, it's just phenomenal. You know, from the technology watts on the, in a in a mobile home to, yeah. to to here today, wow! I mean, yeah. golly bum, who who would have thunk it? You know, well, you know, hey, wow. and Bill, in, and Bill, you know, which, as it relates to Bill, that's the world he started in. The yeah, right. turntables, queuing yeah. records, yeah, and then, and he just kind of progressed and advanced and adapted and and kept being Bill. 
You know, yeah. all, me, I would have pulled what hair I've got left out. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it was just, it was just that, just, I mean, I'm thinking about it. He was queuing records. He was doing all that. And he yeah. saw technology change. Uh, he saw ownership change. He saw format change. He saw the world change that he was in, but yeah. he still was that same level guy who yeah. only raised his voice one time. That's right. <laughs> only raised it one time that we know of in recorded history anyway. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, we're going to take a listen right now. We have some more good words coming in from different people, and then we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back and remember Bill Penn this morning on Rock 93.7's Rockin' the Rock. It's Skater with 106.9 uh, Kicks Country. I, I didn't get a chance to, to work with Bill very long. He uh, he retired shortly after I got to Stonecom, but everyone in the Upper Cumberland knows that voice. Knows Bill Penn. Knows. Um, he's just a kind, gentle soul with this sweet smile. When you would see him in the hall, you would talk to him about anything. He always had time for people. Uh, soft-spoken. But that voice will, will ring loud in my life for years to come. Bill, we love you. And we will absolutely miss you, my friend. We're remembering Bill Penn. A legend um, in our lives here, and of course in the studio we just had Larry Stone step in. Um, such a man of honor, uh, the owner of Stonecom Radio. He shared with uh, some stories about Bill. We have Dwight Henry in here, um, Wayne Neighbors. Uh, we wanted to have Joe Wilmoth in this morning, but Joe, um, due to some other things, he just couldn't make it today. Some health issues, but you know, when I was thinking about this, guys, you two were the first two to come on my mind because that's what I remember going back. You know, and there's so many people. You know, thinking of that, I remember uh, Bill one time. He come on and he told me. He said, "Now, Dave, the the Looper Trio, the Coleman Looper, and them's going to be coming in, and they'll be doing. Um, I think they did a show and played some stuff. And I got to be such dear friends. Of course, we lost Brother Coleman in the last year." Um, just so many Howard Daly, um, still that brother. He's got Daly's vitamins here in Cookville. Um, I mean, boy, when you think about that, Wayne and Kathy Perrin, does anybody know whatever happened to Wayne I and don't. Kathy? They, Wayne came to us from Kentucky, mm-hmm. and uh, but, you know, I don't know where they are. I don't know where when they, they left this area. I'm not sure. Yeah. Kind of lost touch with them. But Wayne, Wayne Perrin, who was... Uh, who had suffered a, a gunshot wound early in his life, yeah. an accidental gunshot mm-hmm. wound, and was mm-hmm. paralyzed, and actually was in a wheelchair yes. uh, when he when he worked for us. A lot of people maybe didn't know that, yeah. but he, he worked in a well did did an airship, did production mm-hmm. for us. Just a great guy. He and Kathy were great vocalists. Yes. Uh, they sang Christian music together. Such an asset uh, yeah. to to that whole ministry at that point in time, and mm-hmm. and brought uh, brought an important piece to what we were doing. But you know, I wish uh, yeah. I wish anywhere was now, but I really don't. But uh, but we owe him yeah. a lot in terms of his contribution. Contemporary music is what they were a big part of. Yeah. yeah. Then of course I guess I was the the rocker, and then of course Ricky Neely was the Southern Gospeler. Um, we're the two whippersnappers that you know come in. Of course Wayne, of course, was the Southern Gospel. Dwight to the core. What What did you really prefer? Uh, I don't yeah. know if I really because you let us play it. Yeah. But I mean, know, what did you really? We were we were just kind of. You know, I, I, of course, I, I cut my teeth on Southern gospel music. Yeah, I did too. Did. You I know, too. My, my, my mother played the piano and daddy led the scene, little country Baptist church in Sweetwater, Tennessee. So, you know, that's what I knew. Yeah. And this transition was, you know, I've got to admit, you know, when I first started hearing that 
different kind of Christian music. Yeah. My first thought was, that's not Christian music? Yes, <laughs> yes. I mean, where's that in the hymn book? I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, are you, were you like that, Wayne? Oh, buddy, was but I over ever. time, yes. yeah. you know, the Amy Grants and the Michael Cards yeah. and, and Steve Chapman's sure. and, and all like that, yeah. uh, even... Uh, uh, casting crowns. Yeah. I mean, I just, I just wanted to hear that music oh, and hear the heart of that music and, and really, and really like them both still do. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, that, honestly, I, of course, I have to say, I, I, I had an appreciation mm -hmm. for all the music. Me, me too. I, I really it. did. I, uh -huh. I, but I, I was, I was like you. I mean, I was, I was raised on church pews and hymn books. Yeah. And I, I've been, a, I've been a church pianist since I was yeah. nine years old. I mean, Lord, boys, all I've ever known is the is the blue back and the red back hymn books, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, y'all didn't have a green one, uh, huh? You didn't we never green? had a green one. <laughs> okay, but you know, amazing that grace was for the Methodist. I, amazing <laughs> grace is on uh, on, uh -huh. on on page fifty seven. When yeah. we all get to heavens, yeah. on page number three seventy five. I mean, I, I I we sung them so much. I, but you, yeah. singing that a minute ago made me think. I remember one night that, uh, and I don't remember who was on or whatever. Um, the, the Perry's, the, the, the Perry's yeah, who, who yeah. sing Southern gospel music was in town. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I got them to come. They drove to All Good to the station. Oh, wow. They were, they were, they, they did that before they had That was out. big back that then was to have huge. a group come in. And I got yeah. them to come and just, just do a sit in interview with me. Yeah. We just recorded it on cassette <laughs> <laughs> and, and played that on my, Gospel, yeah. uh, Gospel Jubilee yeah. show the next day, but yeah, uh, man, that's been years ago when uh, Libby and and uh, yeah, and, uh, Libby Stuffle and and uh, the the chainsaw she's married uh -huh. to, you know, of course he's done gone into glory now too. But those those were some. But I, you know, how, I tell you what, I had remembered when when we got to introducing quote unquote contemporary music, mm -hmm. and we were doing Southern in the morning, yeah, and then contemporary, and contemporary in, the in the afternoons. And it worked. It it, it worked. Yeah. I always fussed about it. Uh huh. And and in here's why I fussed about it. Mm -hmm. I always said, Well now, now boys, this was this was the Wayne theory. Yeah, uh, boys. Yeah. If you know how to flow this stuff, mm -hmm. you can flow right out of, you know, when we all get to heaven and you can flow into a nice Amy Grant song yeah. and come right back out. If yeah. you if you'll flow it right. Exactly. So I said what you're doing is you got you got the southern southern gospel listeners of the morning and you have the contemporary listeners in the afternoon. Uh -huh. The southern ain't gonna listen to the contemporary and the contemporary and ain't true. gonna listen to the southern. Uh -huh. So you're blocking them out. Yeah. But but it did work. It, it worked. It, it, and and, and I still to this day don't know how it worked. <laughs> Do you but remember? Did, I, but I always kept yeah, saying that. Do boys. you remember, guys? Bill ever showing you for the first time how to erase one of those carts or cassettes oh, with that big magnet thing with a cord on it? Put that in your hand. Yeah, that scared me. Oh, yeah. we would, I felt like I was shaving or something. Yeah, like, razor. Like, like, I'm thinking, is it? This reminds me of the electric chair or the transmitter back there behind us. But that thing, it would erase the tapes. And, you know, that's how we, of course, you didn't want to, you know, unless you were ready for it to be done. But you stick that big old electronic magnet up there and erase that tape. It, it, and Bill's like, this is all it takes, but you got to turn it over here and get, get it on the sides real good. If not, yeah. it'll leave some spaces in there. You know, I never will forget that. I thought he was joking with me. 
Yeah. I thought there's that you're you're playing a trick on me. I thought a handshake buzzer. I said, Bill, you know that ain't how you. No, no, no. He's like, yes. He said, here, try it. You could feel it. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. when it was done that. But it was just one of the many things that Bill taught us. Yeah. And yeah, that's why he'll be around forever because he taught so many people so many things. Like yeah. You know where we heard that we heard uh, Big D right just for a while. Yes. Ago. But anybody that walked in, anybody that walked in the radio station learned something from Bill. Yeah. I mean, if it was an instructive moment, usually Bill. <laughs> was doing it and even it's just like Larry said a while ago if someone came in to cut a public service announcement or yeah. do a show or whatever that they 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 met Bill Bill helped mm-hmm. them with it they may not have knew him they may not even know 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 his name but yeah. he was involved and that's he what was. person was yeah he really was and hopefully this show this morning is shining the light on a lot of stuff that people didn't know about Bill yeah. the man that he was you know we know him as the friend yeah um he was like a brother he's like a dad you know to me and, um, you know, he's just an incredible person. We're going to play another song in tribute to Bill. And I'm sure if Bill could hear this in heaven right now, he'd have a big smile on his face. And I can already hear him now, Larry. I can hear him saying, now, Dave, that's not part of your format. <laughs> but you know what, Bill? This is your show today. So let's remember Bill Penn.
Hey, it's Jason and Tony, and um, just wanted to say a few things about Bill Penn and what he's meant to us and to uh, radio uh, here in the Upper Cumberland and really a lot of other places. He's sent a lot of people out into the world uh, to take on their radio dreams. Um, And a lot of people the microphone for the very first time, and I'm one of them. Um, the guy, the guy I did mornings with forever, uh, Michael Bandy, uh, Bill Penn was the first guy to hire him and funny story about Bill and Bill was always real supportive of us as we went all over the country trying to keep a job. And, <laughs> um, but uh, when we first started off, Bill didn't quite understand us. And he said, guys, he said, you need to, t- you need to tone it down a little bit. He said, otherwise you ain't going to be any better than circus clowns and uh that for some reason that stuck with us and anytime we did good we'd be like see bill penn we are better than circus clowns (laughs) (laughs) but what a great man on top of all that too of all the great things he's done in the community one thing i'll never forget about bill and something i i hope i learn is uh as kids i worshiped at a church where bill also attended church Mm -hmm. we had a vacation bible school and it was real low in attendance well bill penn comes into the church parking lot with a van load of kids (laughs) and he had went around into a neighborhood Uh in the middle of town and just got out and just started asking parents if he could get these children take these children to vacation bible school wow and i know no telling no telling how many people he's he's led toward christ they got a good taste of yeah. church and, and love, thanks, because Bill brought them there. Uh, Bill Penn uh, passed away this week, and uh, what a what a great tribute today. Uh, rest in peace, Bill. We love you. Thank you, Jason and Tony, for giving some good words there. We've got more people coming up next year. You know, Larry Stone was just in a house to share for Bill Penn. This is Rock and the Rock on Rock 93.7. It's a very special show this morning in dedication to Bill Penn. We lost him this past week. And Wayne Neighbors, Dwight Henry in the house. And, um, you know, I want to say thank you to um, Bridget and to Melissa and for Debbie, his wife now, especially to the girls. I want you to listen to me very closely. Your dad loved you with all of his heart. And I want to say thank you because I know there was a many of a time that he was not there because he was at the radio station. But girls, I want you to know something. The men you're listening to right here in the studio have learned a lot from your dad. We've learned how to be a kind person. We've learned how to be um, better Christians because of your dad. And, you know, I know sometimes Bill um, dedicated a lot of his life to that station. But you guys, look at the people that he affected in his lives. And you girls, I want you to know, he loved you with everything that he had. Wayne, you got any closing uh, comments here? Because I know you've got to head out. Um, anything you'd like to say? Hey, I, I just want to say first of all a couple of things. <clears throat> Number one, thank you, David Hunter, for your faithfulness all these thank years. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Uh, you have impacted more lives than you will ever know about until you get to glory. And, uh, I just thank you, uh, brother, for, for, for just, just for your faithfulness. 
for your love to continue, your love for Jesus, mm-hmm. and just your continuing in in this. And I'm going to say this: this is a ministry. I know you yes. see this as a ministry. Yes. And and Jesus has always put his yes, Dave, yes, Dave, yes. right behind that. So thank, thank you. you. Thank for, you, Lane. for your continuance of plowing the ground for Thank the you, gospel. Lane. Thank you for your friendship. Thank you, my friend. I treasure our friendship. Yeah. I always yes. have. Yes. And, and I thank you, Dwight Henry. I love you too, brother. And I yes. thank you for just always being, I treasure our friendship. Mm-hmm. And for all those years, we, we got to just share in there and still sharing and still doing, uh, I, I am most grateful. Thank you, Dave, for having us on this morning to get to say thank you, Bill Penn, yes. for for uh, just having such a profound impression on our lives yes. and for uh, many days making us laugh, many days, uh, you know, just, uh, and so I, I, I think when, when we leave here this morning, I mm-hmm. think I, I won't get mush head on you here. <laughs> I think we could when we leave here this morning. Yeah, I believe I could almost hear Bill say, <laughs> "Real good, boys, real good." You know, real even good. though it's been about him. Yeah, but uh, I just want to say thank you, thank you to uh, all the Bill for just helping this country boy learn how to speak on the radio. Yeah. Help me, showing me not. The wrong switch to punch, but the right switch to punch on that transmitter. <laughs> and all those times of saying, now push this button and be sure you turn your yeah. microphone off. Yeah. You ain't talking much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, mercy. Goodness, guys. Uh, it's been great. Uh, thank you, my friend. Thank you. Uh, this has been real good. Real good. Real good. Real good. Uh, and Bill saying, boys, if I could tell you about glory, mm-hmm. it's way beyond yeah. real good. Yeah. Real good. Mm, that's yeah. good. Thank you, brother. I love you. Thank you, too. I, I love, love you, you too, Wayne. Love you, too, man. Good to be with Caroline, you, Caroline, love you, too, dear. Mm-hmm. Caroline, you know, she's I'm here so every thankful show. for Caroline. Sweet Caroline. Sweet mm-hmm. Caroline. Caroline. That's it's David's wife. She's right here. I played for their wedding. Supports me every ago. Sunday. And uh, she's such a, such a, a sweetheart. And, and uh, she is. Yeah. You're doing rock and rock. She's your rock. She and, is. Uh, along with Jesus. She is. So, she's hearing me say that on the radio. Yes, so she's got that out yes, there. So thank you, Caroline, for, yeah. for being there. I, I have got to slip out. Thank it has been my great honor. A great reunion here, here guys. And oh, you know what? Wow. Someday we'll all have a great reunion thank up there. You. Thank you, guys. Thank yeah, you, Bob. Absolutely. Oh, thank you, Wayne. Thank, thank you, you for being here with us. Bless you, brother. Good to be with you again. I tell you what, Dwight, it's been incredible, this show here. And um, it's just been a flood of memories. You know, I'm sitting here thinking, it's crazy. David, uh, you know, it's incredible that we were all in a radio studio with Life 16 Radio, Mm -hmm. which was uh, AM only, uh, daytime only. Uh, original frequency was 1590. It's mm-hmm. now, it's still, it is a stone con property now. Yes. At 1600. Yes. Uh, that's, uh, uh, 94.1 FM, 1600 AM is the news talk station. So it's a kind of fitting and appropriate that we've come full circle with the frequency that we started with on Life yeah. 16 radio. Yeah. But here we are. I mean, this all started. In the 1980s, you know, what yeah. we were talking about with Bill Penn, of course, mm. he, he went through, uh, 
you know, Life 16, and then and then when the, Joe Wilmington was the station, and and uh, and then of course now now part of Stonecom. So Bill was was a part of all of that. But yeah. but he's he's touched our life. I mean, forty years later, we're sitting here talking about him and how much he meant yeah. to us. And forty years later, David, to your credit, you're still behind the microphone, still yeah. in the studio, still doing the work mm-hmm. of the Lord, still playing Christian music, and and really. Uh, and Bill Penn had a lot to do yeah. with putting that seed in you and watering yeah. that seed. So, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's thrilling for me to sit here and think about, you know, we had no idea what we were really getting into yeah. when we started Christian Radio. Maybe, maybe we'll have time to talk about a program called God's Finest Hour in a little bit. Yeah. But the fact that the, the work continues, the work goes mm-hmm. on, things have changed, technologies change. Bill Penn is with the Lord. Yes. But the only thing that hasn't changed and will never change is God and His Word. And That's it's important so that you true. continue to get it out through music. And yes. I really appreciate you for that. I appreciate the opportunity to be here this morning. Yeah. Thank you. Dwight, if it hadn't been for you and Bill, there would be no rock in the rock. That opportunity would have never happened. And I thank you guys for believing in a little old bitty hillbilly boy that never been on the radio. And, um, you know, look at the ministry that we've done over the years because of that. So that right there, you all not only planted the seed, but you've watered it over the years too. And then you've got to watch it grow. Wow. Let's take a listen to our friend Philip Gibbons as he gives tribute to um, our legend here, Bill Penn. It's Philip Gibbons, and we mourn the loss and celebrate the life of our friend and former colleague, Bill Penn. Bill was a broadcast pioneer and a treasure to the Upper Cumberland, a trailblazer. Bill worked every imaginable shift during his amazing career, even worked with the traffic department for a while. There's nothing he couldn't do, and he did it all without complaining. Always willing to lend a helping hand, and that radiant smile of his brightened everyone's day. Bill was an inspiration and will truly be missed, but his legacy will live on. My prayers are with his family and friends during this difficult time. Thanks, Bill, and God bless. Hey, it's uh, Stickman from the Morning Show here at Rock 93.7. Bill and I didn't we didn't work together very long. He retired shortly after I got here uh, to Stonecom. But our paths crossed several times throughout my radio career, even working for the competitors and you know, maybe or maybe not, I came to Bill looking for a job or time or two. <laughs> but uh, let me tell you something. Every time that my path crossed with Bill Pins, he was always kind and courteous. And I don't mean to paint him as a Boy Scout, but friendly and uh, very professional. Uh, I don't think that Bill ever had a crossword to say about anybody. I got no lies to tell. Sometimes us radio people, we can be mouthy. We, we, we'll tell you what we think sometimes. Um, and Bill was always very friendly. And, um, I, I just think that we here, obviously we here at Stonecom have lost a radio friend and, and radio family. But I also think that we here in the Upper Cumberland have lost radio family. We'll miss you, Bill. Thank you, Stickman. So many people with so many good words to say about Bill Finn as we remember him here on a special edition of Rock 93.7's Rock and the Rock. You know, I remember Dwight real quickly here. Um, Larry, he was just on a minute ago, Stone. Um, they were all like, you're going to do the whole show for Bill? And I said, yes. I said, if it wasn't for Bill, I wouldn't be here. 
And I wouldn't have it any other way. And, of course, we know that Bill would not have wanted this show to um, be on like this. But you know what, Bill? Um, real good. Real good. Because <laughs> real we good. we did it anyway because we remembered you, our friend. Um, you've taught us a lot. Dwight, real quickly, tell us about God's Finest Hour because that was another big time. Yeah, we had a, we had a, we, I had an idea about doing a show where we... It was an interactive show where people could call in, give a praise report, give a prayer request, maybe mix some yeah. music with it, that sort of thing. Didn't know, just, they just had an idea, had a concept. We were about to put that show on the air for the very first time. Uh, and, uh, it happened that Eddie Turner, who was pastor at Trinity mm-hmm. Assembly, came into, came into the radio station basically to record his programs. He had a program mm-hmm. every day, 10 minute program called Winner's Workshop. But I was sitting there, Bill Penn was across the, across the glass and he was going to produce the show and we really didn't know what it was going to be i was going to talk read some scripture open the phone lines up you got a prayer request got a praise report maybe go to music kind of flow as 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 the holy spirit led we didn't have a format and and eddie walked in and he said what are you doing i said sit down and Mm -hmm. and so we were and he didn't even know and so and so he said dude i said do this show with me said what show so we 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 just did the first one and then we ended up doing it for three or four years together and it turned into something I don't know that God used yeah. in a powerful way. I mean, we, we prayed for people live on the mm-hmm. air. We took praise reports. We did, we did all of that. Uh, people, we heard people were, came to Christ, received yeah. Christ as their savior. People were healed. They were delivered. It became just a high point of our day. And I remember when we were talking about it, I said, Bill, I've got this idea, just a concept. I really mm-hmm. don't know where it's going. I said, but I don't have a name for it. He came to me like in two days. Uh, I got, I got a real good name for this show, real good. Yeah. I said, what, what, what's it? He said, God's finest hour. Wow. And I, and I said, Bill, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. I said, so the show was called God's Finest Hour. Yeah. It became a cornerstone of life sustaining broadcasting show. for, huge for broadcast. several years. Eddie Turner and I did it for some. Yeah. JB and JC Allen did it after that. But it became something that we look forward to yeah. every day. Our audience look forward to every day. And God used it in a way. And Bill Penn yes. gave it its name. And I'll never forget that. I'll never forget yeah. just one of the many contributions to Christian radio that he made through the years. Yeah. You know, one thing I was looking through some pictures the other day, and if I can find it, I'll send it to you. But, you know, Rock and the Rock had switched a few stations back in the day because we, you know, we're from here to there. We had, um, we were on Kicks 106.9. We were on the AM station there. And I remember we were coming back. We'd taken just a, a couple months break. And I think this was the time you had talked to me about coming back on and putting it together there over on Willow. Uh-huh. And, um, so me and Ray Wilkins had showed up. And, um, this has been many, many years ago. Me and Ray did the show when we were on Kicks. Um, well, we come in, me and, um, Ray had, uh, dress shirts and ties and I had my kids with me. They were real little and you and Bill were there. And when we walked in for the newspaper to take a picture, Bill looked at us and he said, well, I didn't know we were dressing up for this. (laughs) I never will forget that picture. And I said, Bill, we're just trying to make a, you know, impression here on the listeners of what we're doing. I said, you weren't required to dress up. Yeah. You know, this was the show coming to a new station and all those things. But I never will forget. He's like, yeah, we, we didn't know we were supposed to, you know, dress up here. And, you know, so many good memories of Bill Penn this morning. If you didn't know him, uh, we hope that you've, um, got to know him this morning. If you knew Bill, uh, we lost him this past week. He passed away. He had been sick for a long time. I remember the last time I saw him in Walmart. Which has been uh, quite some time back. You know, no matter what you ask him, Dwight, I said, Bill, how are you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm doing just great. Doing just great. And I could tell the last time I saw him that Bill wasn't doing just great. But you know what? 
he would never complain. No, never would. Yeah, never would complain. And, you know, I'm sitting here today behind a microphone 37 years later because of you and Bill Penn. Um, you know, you not only planted the seed in a young man and believed in somebody that had never been on the radio. Believe it or not, I was a shy guy back then. And um, now I can't shut up. But my <laughs> wife will tell you that. And my mom listening this morning. Mm-hmm. My mom's in the amen corner. I can already hear it out of her car radio right mm-hmm. now. But, you know, you guys um, imparted into that. And I always remember these times. And this morning, it's been so precious to have you and Wayne remembering and then having Larry to step in and um, and talk about Bill this morning, our friend. You know, he was a, a great person. And this is the Bill Penn that we know as our friend. And, um, you know, I wish a lot of you could have heard his voice because he had a very unique very deep voice when he talked and a little bitty guy and that voice would come out of him and um dwight it's been an honor to have you on the show today we've got about another minute here you know about 30 seconds just some closing comment yeah everything we said about bill is true and much much more that could be said he was a friend he was a, a dedicated worker a dedicated employee a wonderful team member uh, but above and beyond everything, beyond everything else. And again, thank you, David, for doing this you're, so you're much. Thank it's you been for coming wonderful. Enjoy being here. He was a servant of the Lord. Yes. He was one of those, you know, you had those handful of people that touch your life yes. and have an impact on your life. Uh, maybe you can count them on one hand as you go through life. Yeah. And I would count Bill Penn on that hand. Yeah. He touched my life by the way he lived his life, his dedication, his commitment to his family, yes. his work, and, and his being a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, thank you, Dwight. Well, this morning, Bill, I can hear his voice now. He would say, Dwight, Wayne, Larry, David, real good, real good. To Bill Penn, to a good friend, a dear friend who is now in heaven, we tribute him this morning on today's Rock in the Rock. Again, Dwight, thank you for coming. And as a tear comes up in my eye, I made it through this show without the first tear, <laughs> but I knew it would happen sooner or later. But as he would say, real good. Till next week, folks, God bless you. We'll see you there.